Hello and welcome to the Post to Post podcast. This is episode 6 for the 4th of June 2017. I'm your host Jason. Once again, I am joined here today by Neil Taylor. What's up? Neil Taylor only. Justin is had a scheduling conflict and was unable to make it. Hopefully he'll be here for the next one. Two weeks in a row without Justin. Mm. If you guys have any feedback for us, hit us up on Twitter at Post to Post Show. Email post to post show at gmail.com and as always, youtube.com slash post to post. Stanley Cup finals are here, Neil. They are crazy. Pittsburgh up two nothing. What's your thoughts on that, real quick? Uh, I don't even want to talk about it. I'm so depressed about it. I think, uh, you know, Pittsburgh definitely won't deserve to win game two. They, <laughs> I don't think they deserve to win game one. Game one is interesting. Uh, game one is probably like no playoff game I've ever seen before or at least not recently in the past couple of years have you ever seen someone go that long without taking a shot and then when they finally get a shot they score um well I guess the answer is no because <laughs> that's, the, that's a record in a playoff game so, so. deflating if yeah. you're a non-pittsburgh fan i feel really bad for the nashville predators fans because pecorino was arguably the the hottest goalie the most goalie on his game so far in these playoffs and if you could, could pick any player on the team your confidence would have been highest in him. Mm-hmm. And then He's letting it down. game one happened and game two happened. And he got pulled. It's very, like you said, great word deflating. So it's uh, very frustrating. Very, very frustrating. Well, eight goals on 36 shots in two games. That's, yeah. that's not a, that's not Stanley cup final numbers for if you're a goaltender. No, that that's not how you win a Stanley cup. And I mean, not, it's not all completely his fault, especially in game one, the Nashville Predators, just weren't good enough again the third period of the game game two was i mean they scored three goals and three minutes and yeah. 18 seconds yeah i don't i don't understand it so pecorino has not won a game against pittsburgh now he's 07 and two lifetime yeah wow Whew. i didn't know that that's uh that's unacceptable so there was a little bit of a debate by the time this podcast comes out game three will be in the books yeah it's so, saturday, saturday morning right now so yeah. games game three tonight so we don't know what's going to happen, obviously. So we're just talking based on the two games. Yeah. But uh, there was some talk about whether or not he would start the game. I, th- I think he's still going to. I if I, I said this, I think I said this in a recent video. If I'm Nashville, I I still start him just because you have to break the cycle at mm-hmm. some point. I, you, but UC Saros is one of my f- favorite backups, and he's his numbers are great this year. And he played well in the last 15 minutes of game Mm-hmm. too so i wouldn't be upset as a nashville fan if i had to see uc saros go in but yeah i don't know it's a tough tough decision because either way i think you're probably going to upset a lot of people because you know, everyone has, has different opinions and everyone everyone's a coach right mm-hmm. everyone at home is a coach and they get to make <laughs> make their own coaching decisions so apparently saros was in for about 16 and a half minutes yep and he only had two shots oh dang <laughs> so I guess that's not a big body of work to figure out. Does that count the one that he uh, let in that they called back? <laughs> I would assume that does not count that. Yeah. That's that, interesting. That goal was n- not not his fault in any way. The three Nashville defenders were in the corner, and once-his-face was in front of the net by himself. And that's that's the stuff that Pecorino fa- uh, had to deal with mm-hmm. in, in game one. Just the Nashville players just not being in the correct positions. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that's why Pecorino needs to be there for to fix their mistakes. In game one, I think it was one of their defensemen that put one of those pucks in, right? Yeah. And then there was another one that went off a stick. So I wish Justin was here to talk about Pittsburgh because there's one comment I wanted to make. Chris Kunitz was pretty much the hero of the last series. He has, out of two games played now in this series, averaging about 15 minutes on ice time, he does not have a single shot on net yet. 
What do you mean he doesn't have a single shot on net? He has not taken a shot on net yet. He has four points, four assists. Oh, yeah. I, I, I saw he had four points, but I guess I assume that he's... His shots are zero. Dang. So that's kind of interesting. You got a guy playing 15 minutes a game, the hero of game seven, and he hasn't even tried to take a shot. Maybe he took shots and they got blocked. And he's leading the team in points in this in this it, final round. And that's what I mean. If you look <laughs> at him, he's got four points, and that's like, he's it's awesome. So he's he's totally the setup, man. That's interesting. But yeah, zero shots. Yes, we have Gunnitz with four, Gensel with three, Malcolm with two, Benina with two, Shiri with two, Crosby with two, and Colin with two. But interesting to note, the only Pittsburgh player that has a minus is Matt Cullen at minus one. The rest of the team is, are plus players. Mm. But if we look at Nashville, I'll just flip the sheet here. Every single person on Nashville is a minus player <laughs> except two people. Would you think that P.K. Subban would have been one of those people that wasn't a minus? Yes. I, I wouldn't have. Think, I would have assumed that P.K. Subban probably would have been a minus player because he, he does play that risky kind of game. But he's the one, uh, one of the two people on the team that aren't minus players. And that was one of the biggest knocks on him when he was in Montreal. Was exactly. He's, he's a liability out there, and he's one of the two people that's not mm-hmm. negative. Exactly. That's an interesting stat. I like that. Yeah. Uh, Good, Goudreau was the other, the other uh, Nashville player. And he's averaging about... 23 and three quarters minutes per game. So, I mean, that's huge. Not, it's not like he's not out there. He's, yeah. Do you think he stepped up his game a little bit in Montreal? Or do you think this, he was just in blown out of, yeah, sorry, in Nashville? But do you think he was just blown out of proportion in Montreal? Or do you think he has kind of come around a little bit? I think probably both. I yeah. mean, the, the, I don't think the spotlight shines any brighter on anyone than in Montreal. It's just the, the media there is absolutely relentless. And, I mean, both sides, you got the French media and the English media. So you're dealing with two beasts, basically. And uh, I don't think that I don't think that ever bothered P.K. Subban, but all his little tiny mistakes and flaws were always, you know, brought to the table. Where in Nashville during the season, I mean, I don't I don't think the Nashville hockey media is very, very crazy. But I think it's uh, I think he's gotten better and he's not so much in the spotlight. I mean, he is now because he's in the Stanley Cup finals, but. In general, I think it's a bit of both. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to give you two more stats here. Bring it. Just because me think. Bring it. Evgeny Malkin, two shots, two goals. Jake Gensel, four shots, three goals. Ooh, that's some... So we got a 100% shot accuracy and a 75% shot accuracy over two games. Yeah, that's some sniper statistics. That's pretty good. But Malkin also leads the team in penalty minutes. Yeah. Mainly because he fought too bad <laughs> at the end of last game. So... The game's going back to Nashville tonight, so again, this is a little bit redundant, so we probably shouldn't talk about it a whole lot just because people are going to know by the time they listen to what happened and where do we don't. Yeah, that's tough. So it's... just give a projection for tonight. The home crowd's going to be into it. Do you think they're going to come back and pull one out, or do you think this goes down 3 nothing? Uh, With everything in my being, I hope that Nashville wins. <laughs> I, I am biasly picking them to win 5-2 over Pittsburgh. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I think... Uh, I think the crowd's going to be the the decision maker on the, the tempo of the game. And P.K. Subban has guaranteed a win tonight. He has. He's made a very bold prediction, uh, a prediction that re, uh, reminds me of Messier back in 94. <laughs> he promised that they would win the cup <laughs> yeah. Yeah, in that final series, and they did. But, um, yeah, I, I, that's, oof, I, I wouldn't have done that if I was P.K. Well, if, I mean, if I was PK, I probably would have done that. But if I was anyone else, <laughs> yeah. I would probably would have yeah. done that. Yeah. I want to talk about the the schedule real quick too. Yeah, because so, we have a bit of a break. The 
there's a little bit of a controversy going on in the States. I was reading a, a forum last night, and up here it's no problem. We get all the games on CBC, Sportsnet, TBS, yeah. covering them. If you're in Canada, you have no problem. You, any package of TV you have, CBC's on there. You can watch the games. Yeah. And you, might, you might have Sportsnet. You might not. And if your TV breaks, hollow out your phone. That's right. Because you can watch it for free on the app if you're, you're subscribed to normal yeah. cable. In the States, NBC covers the games. So games two and three, they moved it to NBCSN, which yep. is kind of like a paid add-on. So yep. if you're in a hotel or if you're wherever, they don't have that. It's like having kind of like ESPN, but it, I guess it's not, obviously not ESPN quality. But mm. So there's a lot of people upset about the fact they couldn't see two of the games because they were put on to, I don't know what the word is, like a, a paid add-on thing to your to your regular cable bill. Well, me and Dad had this discussion because we went to go watch Game 2 on NBC because we didn't want to listen to the CBC or the Sportsnet or CBC announcers, whoever they were. I think it was Jim Houston and someone else. Mm-hmm. Not that we don't we don't like Jim Houston. It's just we, we want to hear Doc because Doc's the man. And we went to go watch it on, C- on NBC. It wasn't there. Mm-hmm. And we don't have NBC SN or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. And we couldn't watch it. We, had, we were forced to watch it on Sportsnet, which <laughs> I guess is a better situation than all the United States people. But yeah, I... I feel the pain a little bit because I, I prefer NBC. It's like, imagine that, I don't know, this is a way totally thing, but imagine they started showing two of the playoff games on Animal Planet. And we don't have <laughs> Animal Planet unless we pay for it. So yeah. how would you feel if the only way for you to watch these games was to be a subscriber of Animal Planet or you quote unquote find it online? Oh yeah, I'd be I'd be furious. I'd be furious. Like I don't, I don't even understand the mentality. Why would you want to? It's for take... it's for NBC to try to gain new subscribers through, I guess that channel to grow it. I think they did that because it's hockey. If that had to have been the NFL or NBA, I think there probably would have been a riot. Mm-hmm. I I understand the the angry people. And over the two games so far, Canada is averaging about four million viewers. The states has five. And word from China is it's 22 million. 22 million? 22 million have averaged out to watch the Stanley Cup final so far from China. Are you serious? Yep. Okay, hold on. Let me think about this. What, what time is it in China when these games are going <laughs> That's on? That's a good question. I don't know. It must be like 9 a.m., 10 a.m. or something like that. I have no idea. I think they're like 12 hours ahead. Not a clue. But those are some serious viewers. Like, they have a billion people, so obviously, but... I mean, the States has 300 and some million, I believe. So, I mean, even if you multiply by that three or even four. Yeah, I think the States has 350, 360 million people. Mm-hmm. Canada's got, what, 36 million, 35 million? Something like that. So, almost, there's almost as many <laughs> yeah. uh, people in China watching the NHL as there are, is population in Canada. Yeah, It would have been interesting to see those numbers if uh, Ottawa had made it to the finals. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that four million probably would have turned into eight million. Mm-hmm. But what can you do? It's still cool that 4 million people out of 35 million pe- people in Canada are watching two American teams play. Mm-hmm. That says a lot about how much we love hockey. And I think as the series goes on, when it's going to be wrapped up, I think those numbers will I think it will increase everywhere because, you know, you want to see who wins and you want to see the celebration. Oh, exactly, yeah. And, like, I think, has Pittsburgh won any cups? Was there 0-9 win at home? I, I, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I, last year's wasn't. So, like, a little, even though I don't want Pittsburgh to win... If they're going to win, I'd like to see them win at home. I think every team should win at home. Yeah, I think so too. It's, I mean, it's nice to win, obviously, but 
it's that much nicer if you can win at home. There, when a team wins on the road, there always seems to be more booze towards Gary Bettman, which, <laughs> yeah. I, which I, I like. That's the good part about winning on the road, I guess. All right, I wanted to make another comparison here. What do you think is better? In the NBA right now, you have two juggernauts going against each other, but you've known these two teams are basically going to face each other in the final at the start of the season. So their playoffs have basically been a wash getting to this series. Like, disinteresting. You know they're going to be there. Whereas in the Stanley Cup final, you really could have had anyone here. Like, if Justin was here, I'm sure he would have said that Pittsburgh was deep to, and they were, you know, he figured they were going to go. But like I said in the last couple podcasts ago, they were literally one shot away from being beaten by Ottawa. Just a bounce. Yeah, crazy. So they they were the better team, but it wasn't like a dominant performance like in the NBA where you're beating your opponent by 20 points every game. Mm. Like it was literally a shot away. So do you prefer to have the finals be the absolute best finals they can be, the two best teams that are noticeably better, which I guess doesn't really exist in the NHL right now. There's definitely more parity. But would you rather be hyped up for one big final or would you rather have what we have in the NHL where things are a little more balanced and it could be anybody going there. Uh, before I answer that, I want to confirm something with you. I do not follow basketball. Is the two final teams, the Cavaliers and Golden State? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Good. <laughs> not that that has anything to do with what we're talking about, but uh, I just wanted to make sure. It's basically two super teams <laughs> yeah. that are significantly better than anyone else. Because Cavaliers won last year. Yeah, Cleveland won, yeah. Um, okay, so my opinion is probably not the popular one, but I don't want to see the two best teams go up against each other. I love I I love cheering for the underdog. I love fairy tale run uh stories. I love I don't know, there's just something cinematic about watching a team that's not supposed to win go all the way. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've seen it in the Miracle on Ice, the the US team mm-hmm. and we've seen it just I mean even just even just in a game like the other Olympics when Canada was playing Latvia, I think. And that goalie made like 54 saves. Mm. Or like, like my team's playing, Canada's playing in the biggest stage in the world. And I'm at home, like kind of cheering for Latvia because he's just so lights out and it's such a good game. I, I just love cheering for underdogs that much. And I mean, that's the main reason I'm cheering for Nashville right now. But, uh, so if it was Chicago and Pittsburgh, the two arguably they mean the two mm-hmm. best teams this year. I maybe I shouldn't say this because I have a YouTube channel that talks about hockey, but I don't know if I'd watch it. <laughs> I just that seems uninteresting to me completely because I don't care who wins. I don't care, and I don't think like that might be the unpopular opinion. But your opinion before of you'd rather have what we have now. I don't think that's the unpopular opinion because. People in the NBA are happy now that this series is here, yeah. but getting here was kind of like a drag, like, mm-hmm. okay, let's get this on, and then their schedule is kind of the same as the NHL, where they're taking quite a few games or days off in between, uh. so it's just dragging on. You know, they're getting a good series now, but until now, it's just been like, okay, it'd be basically having like Pittsburgh and Chicago play AHL teams mm. until they get to the final and meet each other. There's lots That's, of sweeps and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, like Golden State never lost a game on the way to the final, and Dang. the Cavaliers only lost one. Wow! So that's, that's I mean, it, it's not it's not you can't even really compare it to hockey because it's just two dominant dominant teams that are way above everybody else. You don't think you'd ever see that in the, in the NHL on one side, let alone two. No, 
That's remarkable. It would have to be a situation where a bunch of superstars all got together, went to the same team, and took serious pay cuts. Because other than that, it, you, you can't get that in hockey. You can't. Yeah, I mean, if you look back at Detroit and in the late 90s, they basically bought their Stanley Cup because there's no no salary cap. Mm-hmm. And they just spent a bunch of money and stuff. But yeah, I don't I don't know. Uh, I, again, I feel bad about saying that I wouldn't watch Chicago and Pittsburgh playing the finals, but it's just not interesting to me. And like, I love hockey. I spend hours a day making videos for <laughs> YouTube talking about hockey. And I wouldn't watch the Stanley Cup Finals. That seems like such a ridiculous thing to say. You want a story. I want a story. I, think, I want a cinematic story. I think most people want a story. Yeah, I, it's just... You want something where HBO could send a film crew with an underdog and, and have like a one-hour special that, that just follows the team and the rise and the falls. Yeah. Like like 24-7, like the first series of that. Yeah. When uh, I think it was between uh, Washington and Pittsburgh, I think. Mm. And you get to your, you got your really first behind the scenes look at you know what goes on in the locker room and the coaches and that series is phenomenal. I love it. Yeah, it's you get to see so much more. You're so much more involved. Mm-hmm. You're so much so much more emotionally invested mm-hmm. and stuff. And but, it kind of it kind of humanizes the team a little bit too because you get to see what's going on in their life. And, yeah, you get to see the coaches swearing and, and, <laughs> and Bruce Brujo every third word is a <laughs> f bomb. And I guess he's I guess he's not normally like that. I guess he kind of got that rep from that show. Like he does swear a lot. Yeah. But I guess he doesn't swear like that much. Like in comparison, he was just riled up for the time. Yeah, he's just hyped. Yeah. Like they, you know, any good editor will tell you they'll they'll put the most juicy stuff into the final cut just to Oh, yeah. Definitely. So, you know, it's it's like watching reality TV. They're cherry picking things and putting it together to make it seem one way when Absolutely. I mean, it's the same with daily vloggers like Casey Neistat. He said many times, you know, I don't really show the bad parts of my day i only show the positive parts of my day because i'm trying to curate an image of mm-hmm. you know happiness and mm-hmm. stuff so i get it um we can put the olympics thing to bed now can we yeah gary bettman came out and the all-star game is planned to be run along the same time as the olympics now and he has come out and said that this is a direct quote there is no possibility that the all-star game is going to be canceled due to an olympics well that doesn't mean the players still won't leave will it no, but they're not going to be officially allowed to go or well, officially a partner, I guess, is the, is the word I'm looking for. But what happens if all these players decide to go and then the all-star game is filled with people like, I don't know. I don't think a lot of players will go. I think Ovechkin will go. Mm. I I would be surprised if anyone from the Canadian team went. They may not even be allowed to go. The The Hockey Canada may put in rules that says, no, we have our team, you guys that would be yeah, like the NHL could try to come to agreements with Hockey Canada and the states, saying that you know we would really we don't want your teams taking these guys. So if the team doesn't let the players come, then they they can't go. Mm. Like you can't just show up at an Olympics and get on the team. I have a feeling this is just going to cause more problems, more more hurt to the friendship between the players in the, in the NHL mm. in the long run. This sucks. I'm not happy about this. Yeah. So. I think I think Ovechkin will go. Like obviously the Russian team's gonna take him. Yeah. But it's a lot different when you're, you know, hockey Canada or USA hockey. Yeah. Your your partnership with the NHL is a lot more tight than mm. Russia because Russia has the KHL. Exactly. So I mean I'm gonna watch either way. Yeah. I I'll watch every single Canadian game and probably even games that Canada isn't in. Like I'll I'll watch a Sweden and Finland game. It's kind of interesting in one way because you're gonna be watching a bunch of players. Some of them you're gonna know, but a lot of them you're not gonna know. Yeah. 
so it's going to be kind of like going back in time when you didn't know who you were facing. Like, like we're not going to know very many people on the USA team. We're, we're, there's going to be new stories that come to mm-hmm. come to the front here. We're going to see goalies that we haven't heard of go on runs of epic proportions. And, and I think that could be fun. It's like it's like watching like the World Juniors. Like the World Juniors are obviously yeah. not NHL caliber players, but it's still an awesome series to watch. Absolutely. Because, you know, they put everything they have into it. I think Canada not having, I guess all countries too, like Canada and the United States not having their best players, I think that is advantage to the other teams. Oh, Because def- they, definitely. you know, they have their program where they play all year long. And Canada yeah. is too. Like the team we play will probably be the one that's going around and doing all the things right now. Yeah, I, th- I think Russia will gain the most advantage because they have KHL. And, you know, there's a lot, a lot of great players in the KHL that'll be on that Russian team. Mm-hmm. And another thing, to go back to the TV ratings from the 22 million from China, apparently China's not happy that the NHL is not going to the Olympics and they made that public. I can't see why they wouldn't because it's in, it's in China. No, it's in it's, oh, it's Pyeongchang. In, yeah, sorry, it's in. But the next one is going to be in China. Right, yeah. The, the 2022. Got them mixed up. Well. And the IOC came out. And said that if they didn't go to Korea, that they couldn't go to China. Yes, exactly. But I have a feeling China is basically going to say, no, we want them in. Because it was the same thing with, with Russia. Russia kind of pulled some strings and said, no, this is what we want. We want NHL players, and that's why they ended up going last time. Exactly, yeah. And I think I think Beijing is big enough of a country, or China is big enough of a country, where they're, they're basically going to get some say of, hey, no, we this is the Winter Olympics. We want hockey. Yeah. And... Okay, so you said there was four million people watching from Canada. Yep. And would you say it was five from five? States. So there's nine million people versus twenty two million yeah. people from China. Who holds the cards there? I think it's China. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So the NHL awards are on the twenty first of June at eight o'clock Eastern time. It, is that the same night they're revealing the jerseys? It is the night they are revealing the roster. The so roster. They're, they're gonna have all their picks, apparently. That was what it was posted. The Vegas Knights roster will be announced during the NHL Awards on Wednesday, June 21st. The understanding is that after every two awards are given away, five names will be revealed. Oh, so when are they making their picks? I don't know. It sounds like the picks will be done prior to that. I thought that was happening like live. I don't know, because apparently right now, the word on the street on the internet is... The word on the internet street? The word on the internet street. (laughs) I mean, this came from a reporter somewhere. I can't remember where I read it. Uh, but the yeah, the current understanding is that they're going to give two awards away, and then five names will be revealed of who they picked. I think this is the only time people are going to watch the NHL awards. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I've ever watched the NHL awards All of a sudden, before. Neil is going to watch the NHL awards just yeah. to see who Vegas picks up. So that's interesting. I, I, I'd actually be looking forward to that. I would do, yeah. Definitely. And two awards is not that big of a deal. Two awards, five names. Two awards, five names. It's something like that, though. Two awards probably takes... 45 minutes to get through <laughs> big speeches all the and videos and, and yeah. yeah that's that's the main reason why i don't watch it yeah i'm not into uh shows like that like emmys and grammys and no, I, don't, I don't have the patience for it like my wife loves that and then they have like a two-hour special about red carpets like oh who <laughs> yeah. are you wearing yeah. who did this for you like why do you look so good it's like who cares about yeah, this I stuff don't care. like so anyway ain't nobody got time for that you know hockey fans you know go in get your award Say thank you to my team, thank yeah. you to my wife, and sit down. That could be wrapped up in <laughs> yeah. 20, 20 minutes. Yeah. All right. I wanted to talk about the offside rule with you real quick. Mm, lots of controversy. There's, and it's coming from everywhere. It's coming from players. It's coming from coaches. It's coming from media yeah. people. It's coming from fans. 
and this isn't biased towards Nashville. Like this, this has been going on all season. Mm-hmm. It's been going on a lot in the playoffs. So many goals being called back because of an offside call that was missed. Yep. And a majority of them, if they would have had the rule saying that the skate could be in the air as long as it was in the zone, yep. would have been allowed. Yep. Do you think it's time to go back and revise the offside rule and either allow skates to be in the air or maybe just not direct contact with the ice or look at something else? Like some people have been suggesting that there are no more offsides entering the zone and the blue line is only used to hold the zone once you're in it. And then it, once the puck comes out, you have to re-enter the zone. Whoa. Which is crazy. That's, that's an extreme rule change. That's bold. My mind, my mind doesn't <laughs> so even So there was a lot that. of, there was, there was some discussion about that on the hockey Reddit uh, last night. That's always a good place to, to go read. So, <laughs> so yeah. to me, I don't know if I like the skate on the ice thing. I want to see it changed. I don't like how, if you look, or if you read around, there's a lot of people saying how there's not enough offense in the game. You know, five goals game per average is not enough. Like Everybody goes to games to see goals. That's true. Like You want to see goals. That's why they're trying to lower the goaltender equipment. Right. So if you if you score a goal and you get pumped for your team, and then a minute later you're sitting there waiting for a review, and usually when there is a review, they have someone upstairs looking at the thing, telling them, yes, it is. Yep. So you just lose that whole momentum over four or five minutes of, yeah, my team scored or... Yep. It's deflating. I don't think that's the intention of the rule. Oh, definitely not. Yeah. I think, like, I don't know how I would change it. Like, I guess the easiest thing is just to have it, if your leg is in the zone, you're in the zone. It's hard because you get these plays where people lift the back of their skate, put the front of the skates down, and you just, like, you don't know it's inconclusive. But in those situations, it just seems like they're just calling them conclusive. And to me, on any angle I look at, doesn't look conclusive to me. And then there was arguments of, well, did he have possession? Well, the P.K. Subban one for Nashville, I think the GM even came out and said, I don't know where you're seeing conclusive evidence on this play. He's a pretty quiet GM. He doesn't come out and make statements like that very much. Mm. And that's the problem everyone has. It's not consistent. Like, there's such an interpretation of of the rule. It's not black and white. It's just... It's subjective. And I don't want to get off topic talking about refing in general, but mm. even Nashville saying that the series they just came from with Anaheim, they were allowed to get away with a lot more physical things yeah. than they are now. Absolutely. So, so the two different games are being like the Western Conference was pretty brutal, really. Like yeah. it was very physical. And now that they're in the final, it seems like everything's been restricted or tightened up more. So they're just. It's hard as a team if you're if you're playing one way all the way to the final and then you get to the final and all of a sudden you're not calling the games the same way. So that's we had a conversation, I don't know if it was on a video or on the podcast where I think it was with your dad and I asked, "Would you would you enforce rules so that rules are called based on the book and then let players adapt to that and learn that and know what they can get away with or have this situation now where game in and game out you don't know what's going to be called and what's not well i think we've been having this argument not we specifically but we as a as a hockey community have been having this argument for the past 20 years it's not it's never consistent there'll be games in in this regular season where everything's called and then the first game of the playoffs nothing's called like make up your mind like i don't even care which way it's going to be just be consistent because like you said the players will adapt either way Mm -hmm. and i like I'm just I'm just tired of it. I just want it to be consistent. And, and you'll always hear media people say, "Well, this is playoff hockey. They're letting them go. This yeah. is great." 
well, if it's so great, then why isn't that the rule? Yeah, why isn't that you know? the rule? Yeah. You know, if it's like, I don't like how you play a season and then you switch to playoffs and all of a sudden you can get away with more stuff. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make any sense. You wouldn't do that in basketball. No. Basketball has its own problems favoring superstars, though. Oh, yeah. So, That's I would say basketball is probably the worst officiated league right now, the NBA. Oh, yeah. But we won't get into that. That's that's a podcast for a different channel. <laughs> that's a, well, yeah, someone else is already dealing with that. I guarantee it. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't know. Like, I don't even know what the solu- the solution is. I I just want the, I just want that person to fix it. Like, they, <laughs> they had their GM meetings, and they could have brought this up. They could have had it changed, and they didn't. Mm. So every GM at the time, I don't know when they had them. Was it in December or maybe in March? I can't remember when the last one was. But they all could have brought this up for discussion, but they didn't. And now that the playoffs are here, that's when you see GMs start complaining. So I don't know if it's going to be on the table for next year. It has to be. But would you remove offsides from being one of the reviewable plays? Um, I'm. I think I'm on the fence. You would rather see a change to the offside rule yeah. itself. Yeah. I I think uh I think it's important to be on side. Just it, yeah, the rule needs to be revamped a little bit to make it more. I don't, and I don't they know added the right word. they added cameras to the blue lines this year. This was the first year they did, and they're crap. It didn't help. They're like I don't understand. My phone camera seems better than the quality of those cameras. It's like, and they don't give the the broadcasters those cameras. They don't have access to them until after the play's been ruled. I think they. That was what was said at the beginning of the season, but I remember watching Hockey Central, and they said that everyone was complaining so much that now they're giving the media access, the the channels access oh. to it in advance to show. Okay, because everyone was complaining and stuff. Okay, but see, there's still broadcasts where they're not showing it, and I don't know why. See, I've like after the play has been, I guess they go to Toronto and they make the call. I've seen the the camera show after that. Yeah. Like this is the evidence they used. Exactly. But I've actually never seen it being played while the play is under review. Mm. It's all the camera angles that they have. Maybe they have. I just haven't seen it. Uh, well, I'm sure there'll be an offside. It's <laughs> rolling here the next tonight. So. It's even more low quality than the camera that's in the nets. It's terrible. I don't understand it. If you're if you're thinking about the most important camera, like in NASCAR, they have a a camera right on the. You know the finish line yeah. for those photo finish things. Yeah. Just, like it's so accurate, and it has to be because it's. I mean, it's the same thing. You're dealing with a line and and things crossing the line at a certain time. If you think about any camera in the ring that should be the best and highest quality and most accurate, you'd think it would be that camera. <laughs> and I understand it's placed where people are sitting. Like there's people sitting right behind the camera, so it can't be huge. But the technology exists. Yeah, the technology to have a camera there. that's not two feet long. That can look better than a GoPro 0.5. Yeah, I have. I had a Sony RX Mark V for a bit earlier this year, just to test it out. It did a thousand frames per second. Could have easily, like that. That's the size of my phone. <laughs> Strap that to the freaking yeah. glass. Would have been a lot better than what's going on there. I assume next year will be better because of all the complaints. So, mm. I mean, hopefully, hopefully. I know you wanted to talk about your channel. And I actually had, this. it kind of worked out funny because I actually had some questions planned to ask you or talk about. Excellent. And then when you came over today, you said you wanted to take a portion of this to talk about it. So yeah. I don't even know if I'm going to go there. Yeah, ask me the questions for All sure. Right. So what I had written down was basically, I just wanted to talk about the growth. Uh, last night when I went to bed, you were over 3,400, which kind of blew my mind. I was like, wow. 
you had your a new single highest day of new subs, which kind of shattered the record. Two ninety one. The old record was one fifty six, I think. So that's that's significantly higher. Mm. Um, so just like, what do you think of the how fast it's growing? I'm ecstatic. I'm very, very, very happy. But it's also a little like stressful because there's so much more people watching me now than I thought there would be six months ago. I kind of feel like I have a I don't know I don't know the right word. I have a standard that I need to keep. Mm-hmm. Uh, I need to keep releasing videos daily, which was I was going to do anyway. But I, I have more people to let down now, mm-hmm. so I'm very thankful for the growth and uh, everyone watching. It, it, it definitely means a lot. But uh, yeah, a little, little nerve wracking. Like as as things get bigger, kind of the path they take changes or gets refined. Like like honestly, this is blown up way, way, way faster than I ever thought it would. Well. When I first started the channel, I, I mean, I said this a couple times in videos and other podcasts. I think mm-hmm. I thought it would be cool to get 500 subscribers in within a year, and the projection uh, from a year from now, so technically a year and a half after I made the channel, is 33,000 <laughs> from a year a year from today, and the five year projection is 151,000, and it changes every day. It goes up every day. Mm-hmm. Three days ago, the one year projection from now was 28,000 mm-hmm. and it's gone, it's gone up in the past two days because of all the subscribers. So mm-hmm. like very, very, very happy. Like I, I don't understand it. One thing that I kind of told you, which I guess I don't want to get into this too much right now. You can talk about this more later, but social media is a double-edged sword. Mm-hmm. Um, I, as I, I told you when you were getting this going, the mm-hmm. bigger you get, the more thick skin you're going to need to have oh, yes. because that just seems to be how this goes yeah and this isn't a it's like you said it's not a short film it's not something you're doing like funny videos or whatever it's mm. you're covering something where people are passionate about a team and any little knock on that you're going to set someone off and they're going to let you know about it yeah and it's starting to come in a little bit more now i will let you talk about that in a minute but what what is your vision of where you want to go with the channel like what what do you want this channel to be? Like, is it is it aimed at entertaining people? Is it aimed at trying to get people into hockey who aren't into hockey? Are you trying to be a place where people can go and get information and learn things? Like, like what is the, like, obviously it's, it's a bit of all of that. But what is the, like, what is the objective of the channel? Like, what is your primary, like, what are you trying to do? What is your main thing you're trying to offer people? Uh, I would say the main goal is to offer a, a, an outlet in a hockey community where fans of any team can come and talk. And I mean, the, the main goal of the channel is that we talk about all teams. I'm a Canadians fan. Justin is a Pittsburgh Penguins fan. You're a Boston Bruins fan. We could easily spend time talking about those just those three teams. But I think the beauty of the channel is that we talk about all teams and there's no... Well, there might be a little bit of bias on a few things, but I try to be as completely unbiased as 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 possible and completely level-headed because I want to interact with fans from all the teams and I I think I guess the channel is opinion-based, not really it's not really informative-based. I'm not really here to to teach anyone anything. I think there's plenty more videos out there and and professionals yeah, there's, out there like, to there's do that. Yeah, there's people who pay, get paid. Like that's that's one comment 
that I'll make is if you have people telling you like you made a slip up here. Yeah. That's fine. Like we have jobs, we have lives. Yeah. We're not paid to study the game and make hundreds of thousands of dollars like exactly. other people are. I have, I lose money with this channel. I don't that, make that's money. That's right. Like we're 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 paying for stuff. Like we pay for the podcast hosting, we pay for the equipment. Like there's nothing coming in. The giveaways are all Neil's money that he bought and shipped. Like this is totally just something we're doing because this is something that I, I guess you're passionate about. Yeah, it's a hobby. And it's not like we're not like the big guys that have access to insider information. Like you're not Steve Dangle. You can't just exactly. go talk to the coach of the Toronto Maple Leafs. Exactly. Like, it, like we don't have that. So I think people need to kind of chill a little bit about that. Like that, you know. Yeah, I'll I'll get a little deeper into it now. There's I think there's there's three different types of negative comments. There's the negative comment where someone just swears a bunch and calls us idiots and t- tells us to die and stuff like that. Those comments I delete right away because they're not constructive at all. They're just ridiculous. And I usually ban those people. So, because I don't have time for that. I don't want to deal with that crap. Like, if you don't disagree with us, then by all means, definitely leave a comment. Make it constructively. That's comment type number two. The people who disagree and comment and leave their opinions, you know, respectfully, constructively. They give their side of the story. And that's really this, that's really one of the, another one of the goals of the channel is to, is to kind of have debates and stuff and to offer everyone's opinions respectfully and stuff. At the end of the day, we're all hockey fans. We need to be respectful of each other, even if we don't agree. You're a Boston Bruins fan. I'm a Montreal Canadiens fan. Why? <laughs> we shouldn't get along. We should not get along. And if we were any, I would say, typical fan of either of those teams, we would just automatically hate each other. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, we're Canadians. We strive to be nice. <laughs> like I think we have a lot of American listeners, so I... They probably know the typical Canadian, mm-hmm. you know, attribute of us being nice, but and polite and stuff. We, but we, I think we all consciously, as Canadians, are try to be nice people and try to be polite, and that's a goal of the channel is to for to have that politeness and that niceness rub off on on other hockey fans, regardless of where they are in the, in the world. You know, respect is respect is huge, and and I know for me, and I don't know for you, but maybe for you, like. If I have an opinion on something and I put it in a video, like the rare chance I'm in a video with you, mm-hmm. and someone leaves a constructive comment about why they disagree with me, I am open to changing my mind if that person gives me information that I wasn't aware of. Like Absolutely. I'm, I'm not set in stone saying, this is my opinion and I'm going to dig in and, yeah. and you know, you can have your opinion, leave your feedback, blah, blah, blah. If you leave feedback and it's good and it gives me like a, a side thought and I think, well, maybe, yeah. Yeah. I'm completely open to changing my mind. Yeah, definitely. It's like the 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 mascot video that we made and Al the Octopus. And we thought, Al's kind of a strange name. And then a bunch of people commented and said why it was called Al because of the guy who, you know, with the octopus, cleans the octopuses up off the ice and twirls them around in his mm-hmm. whatever. He's like the arena manager or whatever. Okay, I totally understand that. Al the Octopus is an awesome name for an, for a mascot. My my opinion was changed. Totally okay with that. And kind of one of the, I was actually thinking about this the other day. One of the downsides of YouTube, and I'll specifically mention the why Connor McDavid should not be captain of the Edmonton video. <laughs> yeah. So that video is out there now. It's out there forever. Yeah. I think your opinion has changed now. It has, and I've said it in a different video, I think. The problem is that video is still out there. Yeah. So you're going to have people still going to that video saying, you guys are idiots, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's one of the problems with YouTube is that if you do have an opinion that changes, 
it's not going to be reflective in that video because you can't go in and edit that video and, and change stuff. Like exactly. that's not how it works and that's not how we would want it to work. But it's just kind of one of the downsides of YouTube, I guess. Is and I'm sure in the in the in the distant future, people will go back and watch that and look at lots of hate comments and stuff. And if it gets to that point, maybe I'll just make it private because it it isn't relevant anymore. Mm-hmm. But I don't know for right now. I'll definitely leave it up because. Like, like if you're part of the channel and you watch every video, yeah, then you you understand kind of the flow of, you know, we've we've made amendments to that video through other videos. Exactly, yeah. So, but if you're just someone coming in from the interwebs, I guess, yeah, you, you take the exit and you go right straight to Connor McDavid's an idiot, blah blah blah. Then it kind of sucks that you know, but you know that's that's just YouTube. There's nothing you can do about that. Yeah, it's just the nature of the game, I guess, and. I guess that kind of segues into comment number three, comment type number three, which is negative, is the people who try to be constructive but don't know how to be. And they're like, you need to do more research. You need to, you know, put background music in your in your videos. That would really make this more enjoyable for me. And, and you know, if you took the more time, if you took the time to put background music in this, you know, you'd, you'd have a lot more success. Like, kind of like snarky, constructive <laughs> feedback and... Like, do more research. I I barely have time to make these... I was saying this to you earlier. I barely have time to make these videos in general. Like, a 15-minute video takes me potentially two and a half hours to edit, depending on the topic, and if I have to swatch, uh, switch out, you know, background images and stuff, like the arenas or the mascots and stuff. Like, that takes a lot of time. I don't have time to do 30 and 45 minutes of research per video. And this was kind of mentioned before, but for anyone that didn't hear it, the majority of the videos with Neil and Justin in them are filmed on your lunch break from work. Yeah, like we come home for an hour and film quick videos, go back to work. Well, I don't have a job anymore, so I used to, <laughs> used to, but I guess I will have lots more time now to do research. But but basically you had that small window of yeah. time to record and you basically had to prep the night before anything that you needed. Mm-hmm. So like when we first started this podcast, my idea was I'm going to have sheets printed out for everybody. I'm going to have topics, whatever. And we're only six episodes in and it's all it's already like a lot of work to have everything. Like if I was to have everything written down that we could talk about. Oh yeah. Like that would be my full-time job. Oh I, yeah. Because I, I mean, I went to, I got up at nine, went to work at 10. Me and Justin came home at from 11 to 12 usually to film. Went back to work. I got off at 6 PM. Okay. So I go home and I'm going to have supper. So around seven, I'll start to edit the videos. Mm-hmm. And by nine, we'll say I had the video done. Okay. There's a hockey game one. Well, my channel is about hockey, so I need to stay current. So I'll watch the hockey game. Hockey game gets over at midnight. Okay, well, I'll go to bed. Okay, well, where's my social life? Where's my... When am I hanging out with my friends? Yeah. When am I watching movies? When am I developing relationships and whatever? Like, it's... It's... It's just... Like, and I don't get paid for this. I just yeah. do it as a hobby. And it's a hobby that's very time-consuming. And now that I don't have a job, it gets, it gets a lot easier. But the problem is I'm still not making money, so... Yeah. And <laughs> I need a sponsor. Like, I think, I think people need to understand, like, that's kind of why I asked you what the vision for the channel was, was because people mm-hmm. need to understand what this channel is and what it isn't. Like, this isn't, this isn't a replacement for TSN or Sportsnet. Oh, like, you no, don't, you don't go to these channels. Like, the, I think the main reason that you put in the all teams or all, yeah, all teams was in Canada, you get mostly Toronto and Montreal talk. It's mostly Toronto because that's, the center of the hockey universe. Obviously, there's a lot of people in the GTA. Exactly. So it makes sense that... And you even see in the comments, there are a lot of Toronto fans that... Oh, it's a business decision. It's it's trying to expand the discussion to other teams mm-hmm. that don't get as much talk. 
Yeah, like, I want to talk. I want to talk to New Jersey, to uh, New Jersey fans. I don't know any New Jersey fans here in in Canada. I want to talk to Islanders fans. I don't know any Islanders fans. I want to talk to fans from all of these teams. And a perfect example was, I think it was one of the first videos that you were in. It was about the Phoenix situation, or the sorry, the Arizona situation. Mm-hmm. And someone commented from the Arizona area and gave some feedback on what we were talking about. That's the first Phoenix or Arizona fan that I was had ever talked to. Mm-hmm. I mean, talked to in comments, not talked to in real life. Yeah. But I mean, to me, that's making a, I've made a connection with someone in, in Arizona. If I went to Arizona, I could potentially, I think it was someone who was older. I could potentially message that person and be like, hey, you want to go out and get a, get a brewski or get a, mm-hmm. get a soda pop <laughs> and, you know, talk hockey. I want to know more about Arizona. Those are the kind of connections I want to make. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's like you said, it's it's trying to build the hockey community on YouTube. Yeah, which is which means it's not a one way. We make videos, you listen to them. Let's move on to the next. Exactly. It's done in a way that you guys give your opinion on a subject, and then you're open to receiving the feedback of others, whether they agree mm-hmm. or disagree. Which comes all back to the point of if you're going to disagree, that's totally fine. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think either you or Justin expect that your opinion on everything is set in stone and you're right about everything. And if everyone doesn't agree with you, they're wrong. It's like hockey central. Um, you know, the, number one, those guys are professionals. Number two, the viewer has absolutely no way to interact with them other than send them a tweet, which they may or may not re- read and probably definitely won't respond to. Mm-hmm. So it's a different type of experience with YouTube or with us. Number one, we're amateurs. We're just a bunch of amateur goofs. Mm-hmm just talking about hockey like we're not professionals and number yeah number two you can talk to us you could interact with us we can you can have a personal connection with us i can see your your comment on a couple of videos and i'll remember your name whether that's positively or negatively i'll remember your name we've made a connection and i think that's one of the most special things about the channel which is like the live stream we did yeah you see all the names in the chat it's like i know these names yeah like, like you don't know them all but you know a lot of them there's a guy named andy who i think listens to all the podcasts shout out andy <laughs> thanks andy i think he's from the uk shout out to the uk <laughs> shout out to the uk i love uh, the uk i, I want to go to the uk i would love to go to the uk off, well, off topic i would love to go to the uk the uk is the number one destination my wife wants to go to oh snap Andy, you need to hook, hook Jason up here. <laughs> she wants to go to England. She is a huge fan of, I don't even want to say this, Coronation Street. So Coronation Street. She loves it. She loves everything about the UK lifestyle. She loves yep. the accents. She loves. She just wants to go there. That's, if she could go anywhere in the world, that's where she would go. Wow. I think I'd kind of like to go to Australia. Ooh, I don't know those, why. All the spiders? Just be, yeah, see, no. Urban Australia. Urban or Australia. or if I'm out in in the rural, I want to be in like one of those enclosed big jeep bus things mm-hmm. where I'm just looking at stuff. If you think about camels, that, this is that's a weird <laughs> thing to say. If you think about camels, where do you think the most camels are in the world? I think they're in a desert. Yeah, but where? Like, well, I would say Africa or something like that, or mm-hmm. or not Egypt or like you know. Like I would say probably e- Egypt. Egypt, yeah. Egypt, Egypt in Africa. So <laughs> uh, apparently, the the biggest camel population by far is in Australia. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I read that the other day. I don't know if it's true, but that's weird. I read it on the internet, so it's probably it's probably not true. But yeah, it, very interesting. What were we talking about? We're talking about your channel. Oh, connections, Andy. Yeah, Andy, you threw us off here. <laughs> <laughs> and like on the giveaway video, we we drew ten names. I think it was ten names, wasn't it? Yeah, it was ten. We yeah. 
And then you had, I think there was like at least six people in the comments saying, whoa, it was really cool to see my name come up on your, on your screen. Like a lot of people said that. Yeah. Like there was, I think it was Ryan P was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was serious gaming something or I can't, I can't remember off the hand. TJ someone. Yep. Yeah. So it's all about, and you know, I think there'll be maybe more of this in the future, but you've always said if someone reads, sends you stuff, like, like you send a giveaway out and they take pictures of it and send it back to you, yeah. you're, you're going to show the, here's the guy receiving his whatever. Oh, or, or if someone writes you a big email saying, you know, something about, like we mentioned that someone for the advertising on the boards mentioned that he was from Ottawa mm. and he said that, you know, that putting the advertisement on the glass, sorry, would be an option for me because I own a small business and that's a lot more affordable because it's a regional broadcast. Exactly. Yeah. And we didn't know anything about that. That's, yeah. you know, we're not business owners in an, in a hockey market. So, mm. so, and we talked about it. We so did. there's no way we would have known that if that feedback wouldn't have come back. So exactly. We live, you know, a nine, 10 hour drive away from Ottawa and we like, we we're not exposed to that kind of local, marketing stuff for, mm-hmm. for teams or whatever. Feedback's important. Just make sure it's the right kind of feedback. Yeah, be res- respectful, constructive feedback. I love respectful, constructive feedback. That's like, I love it. Like social media, Twitter, Facebook, it's it's so negative now. Mm-hmm. Like people love to complain and don't really like to praise as much, which makes sense, I guess. Yeah. If it, you're mad, you feel like saying something. If things are going well, then things are going well. I'm just going to keep doing my thing. Exactly. Like, uh, I'm a big fan of Good Mythical Morning. I watch pretty much every single one of their videos. I I never comment on any, but I, lo- I love what they do. Mm-hmm. But I, re- I rarely, if ever, comment and say that. And, you know, maybe I should. And, you know, you'll have thousands of, of views on a video. Mm-hmm. But, and there will there. Like they're starting. The reason why we're talking about this is the negativity is increasing a little bit. Yes. Yeah. So, but relative to how many views there are, it's still a very minority people. Oh, yeah. Definitely. But if you're Neil, you're literally reading every comment mm-hmm. that comes up on every video, mm-hmm. which you're probably gonna have to stop doing at some mm-hmm. point. Yes. Because this, you know, you have a hundred and some videos out there now. Yeah. It's definitely. it's just gonna get worse and. It's funny because you'll release a video three or four months ago and there's still people commenting on that video every day. So it's, I mean, it's honestly, it was, it wasn't too bad until two days ago. It really started to bother me when people, there was a lot of inconsiderate comments, mm-hmm. a lot of disrespectful comments for no reason. Mm-hmm. Like, and I mean, you try to have a thick skin, you try to not have it bother you, but when you put so much time and effort and basically, I mean, the only reward is there's, I mean, there's no financial reward. Mm-hmm. So to put so much time into something like that and not have any financial reward is, and then have people, you know, berate it and, and make fun of you and tell you to die and do better job. And it's, it's frustrating. It's frustrating, but I mean, there's lots, there's lots of positive comments as well. Mm-hmm. people seem to normal normal people normal nice people seem to love the channel and, and what we do so that feels really good but you'll never it like i'm gonna make a video i told you this earlier i'm gonna make a video about this soon 31 reasons to to hate post to posters to hate me or whatever like it there's th- 31 or there's 31 teams so if i talk about the new york rangers and i say anything even remotely bad about the new york rangers there's gonna be a rangers fan that gives me crap for it i mean these people have made decisions before they even watch some of the videos because of who they cheer for. Mm-hmm. So if I if I say that, you know, the Metropolitan 
division is the most competitive division and the Pacific division is the least competitive division. Well, there's, what, six or seven teams in the Pacific division and the fan bases from each of those teams, if I say that and put their, you know, division at the bottom of the list, then that's hundreds of potentially thousands of people Mm -hmm. who aren't going to be happy that I said that and will leave hate comments. So talking about sports on YouTube is probably not a smart decision because there's so many reasons for people to hate you if you you know if you even if you even if i say that like i i don't like the rangers but i love new york city people will still hate that even if they're from new york they'll still like even if i love their city if i don't like their team they will hate me for it it's the same as the opening of this podcast we talked about the pittsburgh nashville game Mm -hmm. and both of us have I, it's not a bias, but we we both want Nashville to win. So I guess it kind of is a bias in a way. It's yeah. not it's not a bias against Pittsburgh necessarily. It's just we said this before. We want to see something else. Pittsburgh's a very good team. They've won it twice already recently. Mm. It's let's you know the, the story is better if Nashville wins. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like, I, I don't think you can argue that point. Like a Pittsburgh fan, obviously they want their team to win. Yeah, but in terms of the story, you know, it's an expansion team. It's a team that didn't do well for a while. Mm-hmm. This is the farthest they've ever been. You know, you got PK Subban. There's there's a lot to it if Nashville wins. If Pittsburgh wins, it's just, oh, Pittsburgh won again. Yeah. They're a really good team. Yeah, exactly. And, and the way that this podcast slash the channel works, I think that's okay because normally Justin's here. I'm pointing at his chair. It's empty. <laughs> he would be giving an, way enough pro-Pittsburgh information out there exactly. to, to, to drown us out or to balance us yeah, out. Yeah, exactly. So... When he's not here, we're not going to flip a switch and change our opinion on the series. Like mm. we have our opinion, and normally he's here to balance that conversation out. Yeah, we'll have a little bit of a debate and, and stuff. And mm-hmm. but like yeah. I said, the start like there could be people listening to this podcast saying this podcast is stupid because they're not Pittsburgh fans. Yeah, or they don't agree with me as a Pittsburgh fan. Exactly. And that's not what this is about at all. It's, <laughs> no, it's not. It's about you know we have no horse in this race. Which team has the more interesting story to win? And I don't think you can argue that the Nashville mm. story is more interesting just because of the Pittsburgh story. There's nothing really to add. You're, mm. You could say, you know, this is almost like a dynasty team. You can say Sidney Crosby once again is doing fantastic things. You can say, you know, Matt Murray, crazy rookie year. He's won two cups. Yeah. Like, there's things there, obviously. But for the most part, it's the same team. I guess you got Jake Gensel. You got... There's stuff there. If if Justin was here, he'd be able to tell us what's there. Oh, I just yeah. I just think there's more there in general for Nashville because for them it's all new. Hmm. For the city, it's new. That's why their tickets cost so much more in the Pittsburghs. Exactly. Like, well, it's just like in 2011 when Boston won the Stanley Cup. I think were they playing the Chicago in the final? No, they played Vancouver. Over oh, yet? Yeah. Duh, they played Vancouver. You know that's having a city like Boston win the Stanley Cup. When was the last time they won the Stanley Cup before that? Mm, it'd been a bit, I think. It was a long time. Yeah. So to see that, to see a team that's pretty great. But I, I guess that was a bad example. I thought they played Chicago when I first started that story. In Boston, I don't know if it was a year later or a couple years later. I don't know if it was 2013. I don't follow baseball. The Red Sox won the pennant. And then you have New England Patriots doing their thing. So Boston, there was a very short span of a couple years where Boston... Same year. Boston was winning like everything. Same year. Yeah. All three. They, they won all three. It was just like, if you're a Boston fan, then that's, that's amazing. Yeah. So, but you know, so that's, he's had its due. It's time. Like I'm a Boston fan. I'm okay with like, I see what the team is. They're not a Stanley cup winning team right now. They're yeah. just, they're not like, I'm a Boston fan. If you're a Boston fan and you don't like <laughs> that, 
that's fine. And like, the, but and that's the problem. There's going to be a Boston fan out there that's like, oh, you're not a true Boston fan. I don't think a true fan backs up their team no matter what. You have to look at your team objectively. And I'm overly critical of the teams that I cheer for. I've said this before. Me too. But it's not like half of the team this year when they started playing, I didn't know who they were. They were all call-ups. <laughs> yeah. The salary has been managed so poorly yeah. that you're bringing in people that you basically pay peanuts to fill your roster. Exactly. So to go in and say like, yeah, these guys are definitely going to go on a run. I could see them winning the cup. Mm. I don't know how you can make that statement. I don't know. So, but people do. People are biased. People are so biased. And I think that's, I don't want to get into this crazy stuff, but that might be the mentality of people now, like younger people than us. Like we're not oh, old, yeah. but I think like you always hear people talking about millennials and bashing millennials. And I think we're very close to being millennials, but I think we're just over that. Yeah, definitely. Like we're, we're the next one up, but we're close. Yeah. I think the, I don't know if it's the word entitlement is the right word. I think, I'm going to use it though. I think entitlement levels are higher now. Like people expect more. They think they're like, there's no, there's no filter anymore. I, I can 100% confirm that most of the crazy biased comments on the, on the channel are from younger viewers. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Because they just, I don't know, just the mentality of kids, I guess. They just, kids don't have filters these days. <laughs> they just. It's something, maybe it's like something you grow into, but. I don't know. Like. When I'm online, like, I, there's there's lots of things you do where you don't have your real name being mm-hmm. shown up, like, you know, whether it's a forum or Reddit or whatever. Yeah. I don't talk in a different way online than I do in real life. Mm. Like, like if I'm responding to something, I don't go 100% troll on them and say, you're an idiot, blah, blah, blah. And then on my normal life, I'm a normal dude. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's, that's, I've never done that. That's not who I am. I don't know if these guys are are complete out there trolling or if that's how they act in real life. I think it's how they act in real life. And I think so too. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there is a few trolls and stuff, but... It's uh, like an immaturity level and it's, yeah. it's the internet and I can say whatever I want because... Exactly. There's no accountability, no responsibility. Well, it's funny because I... There's been some comments of from kids I know are kids because I've monitored their channel and they get silly vlogs up of them, I don't know, picking their nose or whatever, but... And I'll comment on their comment and say, you know, you should be more respectful of what you say. You know, that's very immature language that you used. And I'm considering reporting you for harassment because it is harassment. And they'll respond and be like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Like, blah, blah, blah. I didn't think you I didn't think you would just respond. Uh, please, don't, please don't report me. Please don't report me. And they, I don't know, they just, uh, they don't think they're going to get in trouble when they first initially make that comment. I mean, typical kid, I guess, kind of mm-hmm. living on the edge, but. So basically the the summary of this is we want comments. You don't have to agree with us. Yeah. But you don't have to call us idiots, a-holes, whatever. Mm. You know, if you don't want to spend your entire day managing comments either. Like mm. and I do, and that's what I need to not do. Like if if let's just say like I think you had like a thousand some new subscribers over the last 30 days. Uh 2400 okay that's a lot <laughs> yeah so even if you and it's going up yeah like the curve if, if you can visualize this the curve of the subscribers is not just like an angle going up at a certain degree it's curving up like it's ramping yeah. up as it goes on so even if you doubled the subscribers you had in a month from now yeah that means you're gonna have twice as many comments coming in mm-hmm. it's gonna get to a point where you're gonna have to like 
I'm not talking to the viewers here. I'm talking to you. Yeah. You're going to have to not, you're going to have to turn notifications off and just, it is what it is. And it, it, eventually it will get to that point. I don't know it, when. It but. sucks because you want, like you're obviously still going to read them because the comments are important. We want to get the feedback, but yeah, it may get to, like, I don't know. It just, <laughs> it would be a lot better if people weren't jerks. Yeah, exactly. Is basically the one sentence summary I'm going to give. I'm going to have to give admin rights to, well, I guess you already do have admin rights, but I'm going to have to give comment moderator, moderator, (laughs) I swear to Mungapur. We're going to need moderators. Yeah, to go delete these ridiculous hate comments. And this is is off topic. I am now officially changing the subject. Right. Because this is a podcast and I'm allowed to do that, even though I'm not the host of this podcast. (laughs) You can do whatever you want. (laughs) You know what's weird? What? That someone could be listening to my voice right now while driving down the road. I looked at a stat on YouTube when I was logged in as the Post Post channel. And it talks about how many minutes have been listened to. Mm -hmm. And it's like hundreds of thousands of minutes have been listened. Mm -hmm. And I think about that. I'm just like, that's really kind of weird if you think about it. It is strange. It's like creepy-ish almost. But it's not creepy. It's just the fact that some guy could be sitting in rush hour traffic in a huge city right now right now going to work mm. and he's listening to us talk like, right now i'm in fredericton new brunswick in your basement talking <laughs> and someone could be listening to my voice in los angeles driving down the highway looking at all the tall buildings that's amazing and if they are i just want to say i really like your car and i'm glad you're listening <laughs> yeah. to me if you look to the left there's a tree with a bird on it <laughs> yeah but in the same respect there could also be someone else in the bathroom taking a poo. That's okay, too. And listening to me talk Listen, right now. That's the whole point of the podcast. <laughs> Take us everywhere. If you look down, you'll see. Okay. <laughs> no, we're not getting there. I'll, I'll end that joke there. Oh, I wanted to say this earlier. You asked me what the, the vision of the channel is. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the like the end goal of the channel is, but my like the dream, my dream is that someday that we get enough sponsors or... This better not be going, I want to see a game in every city. It is. <laughs> I want to see a game in every city. In one year, I want to. I literally want to drive from here to Montreal, Ottawa, Toronto, Winnipeg, Edmonton, Calgary, Vancouver, down to whatever it is, Los Angeles, San Jose, Anaheim, and do like the big loop of the whole Wow. The whole thing. I want to, I want to do it. And I know it's not going to be cheap. It's going to be, you know, hotels and ticket prices and fuel cost. And and I would even take some of that cost on as a like, my own out of my own <laughs> that pocket. Would cost so much money. It would, but I, oh man, I would love to do that. I hope someday in 10 years, five years, whatever, that the channel grows to the point where someone would consider sponsoring or a multiple different sponsors would consider that. Because I would film the whole thing. I would film the entire mm-hmm. thing. I'd make it a series for YouTube. and Well, not for YouTube, but on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And I would go to each rink and it give my cool experience. It would be cool because you'd have and, on location videos. Yeah. And, and I'd, I'd want to meet different people in different cities and mm-hmm. and like do a podcast from different cities. It would be so much fun. I hope someday that that, that happens. Mm-hmm. And... Maybe I'll say this now. I'm going to make a video about this, asking people's opinions, because I want people's opinions. But since I don't have a job right now, I'm thinking about driving across Canada and going to uh, each Canadian NHL rink and taking a tour, because they, they each have tours of the rinks, and then filming that experience. Do you think that the viewers at home would, that's something that they'd enjoy, seeing 
behind the scenes tour of of each of these arenas, like the Bell Center and the ACC and, mm-hmm. and everything. I think they would. Would you watch that? Probably. Pro- probably. <laughs> <laughs> well, I watch all the videos, so yeah. it's not a probably. The question is: Is that a smart thing to do when you don't have a job? Uh, no, it's not a smart thing to do. But <laughs> when when I'm, will I ever get this opportunity again to do something like that? True. No, I don't think I. I might not ever. Mm. I don't know. I. I don't know. <laughs> I've always wanted to drop Cross Canada too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I need to. I need a sponsor. The channel in general needs a sponsor. If you're listening at home and you know <laughs> any companies that want to advertise, you let me know. <laughs> <laughs> post the post, post show at gmail.com yeah we need a sponsor <laughs> so are you content to wrap this one up here yeah yeah that's good all right so uh once again justin was not here we hope that he's going to be here do you want to give a hint at what's coming this week on the channel or do you want to not announce anything um yet? i think we're doing part two of goalie masks east part two of goalie masks in the west uh, we might do inside of the arenas rankings. Mm-hmm. People love rankings and lists, and that's what people are like literally begging for these videos. We're also going to talk about probably game three on a Monday. We're game three that happens tonight. We're going to talk about on Monday, which we'll probably release Monday night or Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as anything else, I'm not sure. Yeah. Oh, we might do um our top favorite players from every team and so the the way that's going to work is they're going to there's going to be a video about the atlantic division and we're each going to give our top players from each team in the atlantic division and then the pacific division will have its own video same mm-hmm. thing so that's actually a video i'd like you to be a part of if you are interested <laughs> we'll see dad's already filmed a filmed his footage for for that so that's probably one that's going to be released at the mm, probably near the end of next week other than that, it's pretty open. Mm-hmm. Have you heard whether or not a Thursday possibility is a possibility, or is that um, Thursday is a, is pretty much a I think a lock at this point for a live stream Thursday night, and we might be filming our next podcast as well okay. Thursday night, depending on a few things. But yeah, hopefully live stream Thursday, and maybe even. Uh, live stream, sorry, live stream Thursday with Justin and yourself if you can be there, mm-hmm. and then and maybe another live stream the next day Friday night with you and me. But uh, so if we get confirmation from Justin, you should do what you did last time and just put another video saying that there's going to be a live stream yeah. on Thursday. Yeah, I probably will. Yeah, and for sure. Like the earlier we get that out, the better, kind of, because it's what four or five days away by the time. Yeah, I'll probably release around. it. I don't know, like Tuesday night. Yeah, something like that. the next podcast. There is a possibility the finals could be done. If Pittsburgh sweeps, she uh, she could be over. She's all over. That's weird. That's very weird. That's weird. Yeah. Could be a very interesting podcast next time. So hopefully he'll be in on that. If if they do sweep, he has to be here. Like He just has to. I don't think we can do it if we, no. without him. <laughs> we'll have to talk about something else. Yeah. Stanley Cup finals just wrapped up. We're going to talk about how do you cook the best burger on your barbecue. Mm. I want to wrap this up. By asking a question to the the listener. If you're listening to this right now, where are you? And I don't mean like what city you're in, but are you listening to this in your car? Are you listening to this on YouTube? Like, I guess people on iTunes, if they're listening to this on iTunes. They have no way to respond. They have no way to respond. That's Mm -hmm. a stupid question. (laughs) If you're listening to this on iTunes, go to post a post, (laughs) youtube.com forward slash post a post and leave a comment. Say you're a podcast listener. 
Yeah. And this is where you were listening. I'm just from. curious where people are listening to, like in their, you know, sitting out on the deck, catching some catching some breeze and listening in the uh, car. I'm gonna throw something out to you that I haven't told you yet. Oh snap! I am gonna do a giveaway. You're gonna do a giveaway. It's gonna be a podcast giveaway. That's amazing. You're only gonna hear about it if your podcast listening comes from iTunes, Google Play podcast that's amazing if you're listening on youtube you won't even know about it that's awesome i'm it's just gonna be something that's thrown in for the people that are listening on the podcast so the the i'm, I'm gonna be straight up with you right now the the podcast listener audience isn't real huge right now i think there's about yeah i don't know it's it's not like five it's gonna take some time to grow but it's you know it's slightly under 100 right now yeah which is okay because it just started and a lot of people like if you look at the youtube there's still a lot of people going to youtube to listen to with it yeah so if I do a giveaway early about that, your chances of winning are pretty good. Yeah, actually. Like, yeah. like, like if you look at... It'd be like the, the giveaway that we did at 100 subscribers. Yeah, there was a ton of interest. It was 600 and something, I think. Yeah. And, you know, the subscriber count has significantly increased since then. So if you were to redo that giveaway now, the odds of someone winning probably oh, yeah. just got twice as worse. Yeah, exactly. So if I do a giveaway on the podcast, your chances of winning are very high. Yeah, so, so this, this will be a hint. If you're listening on YouTube right now, you're not going to know about it because when we do post the eventual giveaway, it's going to be on the podcast only. Are you going to are you going to announce what you're going to going to give away? I'm not going to say anything. It's going to be completely done on the podcast. So it won't be this episode. Are you going to tell me after we stop recording? <laughs> no. What? <laughs> Maybe. Oh, you got to. All right. So yeah, this is something I've been thinking about for a while and it's something I want to do for the podcast listeners because I've said in a few videos and podcasts that, mm. you know, we really do appreciate the people who you know, subscribe through the Google Play and the Apple exactly yeah. iTunes just because that's it's two different platforms, I guess. Mm-hmm. And we want both platforms to be running alongside each other at the same time. Yeah. So, you know, the focus is definitely still the YouTube channel. But, you know, for the podcast, we do like the people that are downloading it to their devices. And this will just be giving something back to the people. Yeah, definitely. Speaking of giveaways, I sent out the jersey this past weekend mm-hmm. to Izzy Izzy Fro, whatever. I had that written down here for a discussion was so you had Squidman first giveaway and yeah. Izzy Fro the second and I will ask you this just before we wrapped up yeah what made you decide that you wanted to have giveaways in the first place um I don't know I just I, I just wanted to give back I guess I, like when I first started there actually wasn't barely any negative comments which surprises me because the content was crap back then <laughs> Like, <laughs> like things have gotten better and things have gotten, like technically things have gotten a lot better, but, mm-hmm. and even like personality wise, things have gotten better. But back then it was poop, but you know, and people, that was when most of the nice comments came in. It's like, mm-hmm. Oh, you, you know, you guys are underrated. I'm not going to get into this cause we're wrapping this up, but smaller communities tend to be nicer than the Definitely. bigger ones. Oh, yeah, like definitely. as things get bigger, <clears throat> that's just how it goes. So, yeah. And a lot of times when channels get bigger, they get less personable. Mm-hmm. So We'll try not to do that. We'll try to still be just as engaged as we have been. I, so. I try and comment as many comments as I can. Yeah. Like if you, I think if you go on any video, you'll see me commenting on a whole bunch of stuff because mm-hmm. I want to I want to talk to people. Yeah. So. And the last thing I want to mention about the giveaway, which I had written down, is in the future, are we going to have to restrict our giveaways to North America? Maybe. Um, probably because the jersey that I sent out in a padded envelope was $18 to Edmonton. If that had gone to the United States, it probably would have been like 30 maybe. And then international would have been a lot higher. Yeah. So so. I guess it will depend on what we're giving away. Yes, exactly. So, you know, the first two giveaways, if you lived anywhere in the world, it was open to you. Yeah. 
depending on, I guess from going on this point forward, basically, I think we talked about this a little bit. Yeah. Depending on what's being given away, if it's going to cost a lot to ship overseas, we may have to restrict that a little bit. It kind of sucks because there are people. If we're paying for the thing that's being given away, if it's a sponsor. Oh, absolutely. A lot of the times they probably would pay for. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. We'll wrap this one up here. Uh, thanks guys for listening thanks Neil for coming in thanks for hosting appreciate it yeah uh, post to post is at youtube.com slash post to post if you're just a podcast listener and not a YouTuber I can't imagine you are but if you are check that out and like I said off the top Twitter at post to post show and if you want to write an email post to post show at gmail.com thanks guys for listening stay tuned for a potential live stream on Thursday and we'll see you on the next podcast adios